Hello and welcome to Building Brand You, the show where we help you to accelerate your success, getting you more clients, more revenue, more business and more opportunities by unlocking your greatest asset, you. My name is Kim Hamer. I'm an international business coach, a recognized global expert on leadership, visibility and personal branding, and I designed this podcast for you to help you unlock what you already have and to give you a whole host of tools and techniques that you can implement in order to accelerate your success and build your own brand you. So let's unlock this episode and lift the lid on what's next in building brand you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this feature-length episode of Building Brand You. Today, I am delighted to welcome my special guest, Claire Bosk. Originally from France, Claire has lived in Jersey in the Channel Islands since 2000 and has been an entrepreneur since 2009 when she launched her own business, The Busy Queen Bee. Having worked at the Epcot Centre in Disney World, Florida, run and opened four-star hotels, and with three decades of expertise in mystery shopping and customer service, she is an authority in the customer experience industry, ranking number three on the global customer experience guru list and making the top 20 of UK's top 20 CX influencers and CX thought leaders. Claire's mission is to inspire global businesses to thrive by enhancing their environment and empowering leaders to turn their people and places into prosperity. You may be asking yourself right now, what's she doing on a podcast about building brand you, and particularly a season dedicated to developing flow? Well, in doing this, Claire brings a more holistic approach to employee and customer experience using techniques such as NLP, emotional intelligence, mindfulness, and she's also developed a business feng shui program. The Biz Shui Method, creating better flow in home offices and workplaces by integrating a blend of the traditional feng shui principles with modern business and personal needs, is designed to reduce physical and emotional stresses to allow us to increase productivity, loyalty and prosperity. Claire is a keynote speaker, consultant and author of four books, including the number one Amazon bestseller, The Secret Diary of a Mystery Shopper, and her latest book, released in February 2022, Bishui, Nine Keys to Feng Shui, Your Business for Success. I hope you enjoy an alternative take on building brand you and how to build flow in your business and brand with the marvellous Claire Bosk. So hello, Claire. Thank you for joining us on Building Brand You. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. It's so exciting to be with you. And we've talked about this for a little while, haven't we? So it's it's really, really nice to be here now. Yes, it's come <laughs> to fruition at last, hasn't it? Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, Claire, when I have um, my expert guests on Building Brand You, uh, I like to actually pass the mic over to you because I think you'll do a much better job of introducing yourself and telling your story than I ever would. So, Without further ado, I'm going to pass that mic over to you and ask you, so um, who is Claire Bosk? What's your story? 
Well, um, French originally, Claire is French, yeah, so you'll hear a little bit of my accent, you know, although more red wine will actually bring more French accent, but let's not do that this time of the day. Um, and um, my parents were, I was born in Paris, but my parents decided it'd be a good idea to move down the south of France and open a restaurant. So I kind of been in the hospitality industry from the age of about seven, carrying plate, uh, loving having that rapport and connection with people and I guess when you're in that industry you either love it or hate it don't you it's really that kind of love-hate relationship and I loved it I loved it all um, I love the diversity the different people we could see the you know the connections so I continue in, in that path and doing my catering school and then I knew I had to speak English better so I came and I was looking for a job and then, so I found a little job as a receptionist in Jersey which is a little island between France and England. Uh, 18, a young little French girl arriving on a, an island and I thought I was so cool I, I knew it all and really I cried for about six months because I couldn't understand a word of what they were saying. <laughs> <laughs> so it did take a, a little while for me to kind of get into the swing of it but then I totally loved it so I was doing season uh, summer in, in Jersey and winter in France in ski resorts and then I went to work for Mickey Mouse <laughs> seriously uh, yes yeah Mick and I we had a full year together uh, I worked in Epcot Center in Florida um, in the French pavilion, of course, um, having regular lunch with Beauty and the Beast uh, was, you know, uh, something that uh, was very, very, uh, very cool. Um, and then I came back to England. I did a bit more traveling um, and came back to Jersey 22 years ago now uh, to actually run the hotel that I was a little receptionist when I was 18. <laughs> ah, what comes oh. around goes around what goes around right. comes around something like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so it's you know it's all about flow isn't it something was there and I had to kind of you know I hadn't quite finished my work there it looked mm. like mm. um so you know um probably about 10 years um working in hotels here on the island and then 13 years ago I decided to set up my own business uh, I was getting divorced at the time I was working crazy hours in hotels um, uh, and I had my two kids. They were six and, and four at the time. Uh, sorry, six and ten. And um, I just thought, life's too short. I need to do something else. So I chucked everything. <laughs> chucked the job. I sold the house. I got divorced. <laughs> and that was it. You know, best thing I'd ever, ever done was that. So uh, I started a mystery shopping company. Mm -hmm. uh, mystery shopping was, uh, I realized there was no one in Jersey doing that. And it really quickly grew to all different islands. I did some work in the UK um, and it grew into a lot more the customer experience afterwards, the employee experience. And, and of course, 2020 arrived, March 2020 arrived and I lost all my business in three days, three days. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yes. It, it, it took a bit of a turn, you know, Kim. I think yeah. that, you know, when I got, when I, 13 years ago, when I, I took the decision to to leave and got divorced mm. and it was like, it was my decision. I just went for it. And it was like yeah. all about, you know, being in control. And, and this time it was nothing to do with me being in control. And it was really kind of really, it really hit me. It really mm. hit me. I was still a single mom. My children were still at home. 
Um, they were still, you know, needing, you know, food in the plate <laughs> and, and then rent to be paid. And I just, I just felt like a log. Uh, and despite all, all our knowledge, you know, I think I've learned so many techniques and tools and things that, you know, you just, when you're in that moment, you just go down and, and there's nothing, you know, that really, uh, it's really, really hard to get out of this low, low, low energy. And, and if it wasn't for my friends and if it wasn't for the tribe of people that I had around um, really supporting me and so suddenly getting back in that, oh, okay, well, I could be doing this and I could go and start walking in the morning and I could start, you know, being more positive and I could start writing what I'm grateful of. And those little, little tips that I've learned over the years are starting building back and suddenly I was back on the, I was back on the horse, right? Excellent, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> but still the energy wasn't flowing, Kim, and that was kind of something that, um was really hard because I'm I'm quite a goer, you know, and and I just push, 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 push all the time, and I'm always in that yang energy, of that pushing masculine energy. Um, and actually, one day I was told that I wasn't doing the right thing, and that's why I wasn't, you know, things were not going right, and I had a hidden secret, and I wasn't sharing it with anybody, mm. and until I start sharing this secret, um. I wasn't on the right path. So I did. I decided to come out and, you know, I talk about feng shui and energy and, you know, auto energy and how this affects us. And, and that was the beginning of my little new bishui thing. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and that's where we are now. <laughs> that is where we are now. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I love I just pick up on a, on, a, on a couple of things just for um, listeners in case they don't know. Could you talk a little bit about what mystery shopping is? Right. Yes, of course. So actually, uh, mystery shopping, like I, I've been told yesterday, I, I did a talk with some kids uh, at a school and I said, well, you actually you're a spy. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> when you think about it it is yeah. so uh, but, but really it's about measuring the customer service in an environment so whether you're in a retail space whether you're in a corporate environment a hotel you go and eat in the restaurants you will experience the restaurant the food the service and then you would come back and actually um, a feedback, you know, to the management team and the the, the employees on how the, this experience was, um, and then you be able to help them to improve the service or uh, quality control it, um, and that's what mystery shopping is all about. So we've done um, thousands of visits over thirteen years, um, some good, some bad. And some exceptionals as well. <laughs> Good. I thought you were going to say ugly then. I was going to say, I'm glad you went to exceptional. That's that's much more encouraging. And I think, right. too, it's it, look, I mean, you know, to the uninitiated, that sounds like a great gig. I'll just go and eat in people's restaurants and tell them what I think. But, you know, th there's actually a lot more um, behind mystery shopping and actually um, using that to, to fuel um, not just improvements in in customer experience and and all of those sorts of things, but to actually impact business results as well. It's right. about and that flow yeah, through, isn't it? it? 
Yeah, absolutely. And mystery shopping is probably the quickest way to actually make change in, in your business. And, mm. you know, mm. uh, you we hear a lot about the customer journey and understanding all the touch points. And but that kind of work take a good six months, you know, to kind of, you know, make things put things in place and develop it and then put it in place and all, you know, it can take up to a year to have a real customer journey program put together. Whereas mystery shopping, you you creating your 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 questionnaire with your objective, you have all this set up and then bang, 24 hours later, you get that result. You can straight away make changes in your business, which will affect, you know, uh, all your customers, your employees, the way you deliver, the way you, you know. And so it's it's a very, very um, easy and simple way to, to start making changes in the business. And that's what I loved about it, that very powerful moment in time this is what happened this shouldn't happen or this was just amazing thank you very much let's continue how much more consistent can we get into that service delivery yeah 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 I, th- I think it's um you know it's a great lens for all of us in our business mm. there's nothing better than getting sort of like that piece of feedback that goes oh that you know thought we were doing that rather well and perhaps you know the experience experience is either not as great or it's inconsistent so some people have a great experience others don't and then how do you you know how do you put the the right things in place to support all of it rather than but having the right information in the first place um Mm -hmm. and grassroots i think is um you know really where mystery shopping sits isn't it you know you don't know that they're in the restaurant or in the wherever they are in the shop so you know, it's not, you know, it is real. It's, it's, it's yeah. a customer yeah. experience, not just right. a, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's, it's changed quite a lot as well over the years, you know, where at the beginning we were, you know, there was a lot of kind of uh, tick boxes measurement where they're wearing their name badge, you know, was the light on, you know, and then mm, those kind mm, of tick boxes. Mm, whereas, mm. you know, towards the end, we were really talking about more about the, uh, the emotions, you know, how did you feel about it? You know, uh, when you walked in there, you know, how did you feel? And that feeling is really important because we can't, you know, connect with our customers if we don't have an emotion attached to it. Mm. Um, and whether it's a good emotion or a bad emotion, this is what your customers are going to feel. This is what they're going to take back. This is what they're going to share with their friends and family, it's that remembering. So, you know, we need to be able to connect with our customers on an emotional level so they can remember you. If mm. you don't, you realize, you know, you go there, you went there, you bought whatever you needed to buy and then you move again, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and you will remember those experiences, how you felt about it. Yes. Than, you know, yeah. All the, all the transactional it. stuff, yeah. Absolutely. You know, it's a great tool as well for benchmarking, you know, understanding where you are in the market, what the competition is doing. We've done some amazing work with um, competitors analysis and, you know, really kind of understanding what the others are doing and, you know, being that little bit better can make you such you know a a better organization for everybody Mm. and for your employees to want to work with you for your customers to want to come back to you Um, Mm. and you know I think that's what's what um, I can't remember who said that but you can't manage what you don't understand you know yeah yes yeah yeah and And I agree with that yeah yeah 
Yeah. Very, very simple. You know, if you don't understand what's happening in your organization, how can you manage it? Yeah. And then how can you measure its progress? How do you know right. it's getting better? It's all very well mm-hmm. to have a feeling about it, but actually your feeling might be different from other people's feeling and it might be different from your customer's feeling and all those sorts of things. So I'm really yeah. interested in um, sort of, because what you're talking about is a, a feeling, um, you know, and it really is about energy flow, isn't it? When we connect and, and all of that sort of thing. I was really interested when you talked about um, sort of the, the energy uh, flow and your, your sort of, I don't know, what would you call it, epiphany about feng shui? Um, <laughs> it was an epiphany. That's yeah, it sounded word. like an epiphany. Yeah. Um, so you know, you've had, you know, you, you. I mean, you're still working in in the mystery shopping, customer experience, employee experience space. Um, and you know, we'll talk about that a little bit more. But you know, thinking about that that connection with, you know, how energy flows and and how what role that that plays. I mean, talk a little bit about sort of what how you kind of uncovered that and and potentially how you saw that as something that you know could be really powerful in businesses not just for our own personal um personal progress sure sure i I think what most people don't realize is i think we talk a, a a lot of neuroscience has been come out and you know research is really shows that you know our our emotions are controlling what we do. Ninety-six percent of of our consumers buy because they're, you know, they they their emotions. That subconscious level, and that subconscious level we talk about. That's the that yin energy, um, and we've got the yin and the yang energy, which is the right brain and the left brain. And the right brain is the emotions, is the feelings, is the dreamings, is is all those connecting kind of feelings where the yang energy, the the the, the neocortic brain is our brain where we go, 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 is the, the logic, the doing, the, the conscious brain is is kicking in. And so once we start kind of understanding the two sides of the brain, really, that that simple way, you know, you start realizing that everything is controlled by it you know you've got you know when you feel good you're releasing happy hormones you've got dopamine serotonin you know all this good happy hormones and you're going to feel good and when you feel good you're going to shop more you're going to be happier you're going to be <laughs> spending more money yeah and you know and if organizations start understanding that's how you know that the human behave you know they can start making the environment and the space and the people who work in the space feel better as well feel good so everybody's kind of starts you know having that um, that energy flow around and and i think that's a lot of the things that we don't realize we start now i think the pandemic has done a, a lot of good stuff for everybody starting realizing that you know suddenly you at home you're sitting on the bed or, or on the side of a kitchen table and how can you be more productive or how can you feel good in that environment and and realizing that our environment that flow energy around us really affects us and how many people through the pandemic have anxiety and have 
uh, stressed and how worried and all those kind of feelings. And those are the, the deep negative feelings, you know, and then they're, they're not happy hormones at no. all. They're the stress hormones. Mm. Um, and so you want to kind of really change this and, and switch that to make people start feeling better. And what most people don't realize is the outer energy affect your inner energy flow mm. um, and and when that really is shown by very simple things you know Kim you you walk into a shop and then or, or a friend's house yeah. and then you walk in and then you just go like that oh you just have a bit of a shiver somewhere and you yeah. just don't feel good right you don't yeah. know why you don't know what it is but this is flow energy pure okay. flow energy this is what makes you feel good or not good and that's very very simple way to kind of realize you know you need to do something different if mm. it doesn't feel right mm. um and and so you know i've been a feng shui practitioner now for 10 years and always kind of hidden it because people have gone thought i'd gone completely woke kind of things <laughs> kind of things and when you talk about mystery shopping and customer experience it's really kind of serious and corporate and you know yeah yeah. and you talk about feng shui and you're like what (laughs) 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 Uh, but actually by just you know doing a simple exercise like standing at your door and connecting with your five senses and start looking around start listening, start smelling, start touching. And those five senses connect get directly with your emotions. So by doing very something very simple like that, you realize that, oh, wow, okay, we need to do something about it. We need to change. We need to make things, you know, brighter, lighter, warmer, you know, uh, just to really create a better environment. And you know, it's it's crazy when you think, you know, you see some very fancy new offices, it's all very white, it's all very corporate, very white chairs, white desk, white walls, everything's very white. And then they wonder why everybody's arguing all day, because there's just too much metal, too much of that white. Ah. <laughs> and it's a very metal element, so metal cut, right? So everybody's yeah. kind of very short with each other and very, you know, very cold kind of environments. And so bring some of that nice warm energy around and, mm. and it's, you know, a bit bringing some of that flow energy to make it warmer and, and more, you know, uh, welcoming and people mm. will start being, oh, you know, they feel better in the environment, so they'll be more productive, the well-being mm. is there, mm. you know, and you start really having that cooperation between people, talking, working together. Uh, it's amazing the amount of, you know, uh, changes you see when you start doing a little bit of that um, changes in, in the environment, in the space that you work. Mm. Mm. I think there's some, um, I read recently uh, James Clear's Atomic Habits and um there's a section in there that talks about the power of your environment and setting your environment up so that, so that you develop good habits so that you succeed. And now he doesn't talk particularly in this vein, but it just reminds me that, you know, the environment we create and choose is just so important to, I mean, creating flow in our own lives, in our own business and that sort of thing. I mean, you said it before, it's that outer energy actually affects our inner energy so mm. if it's not working, then how do we 
you know, how do we change that outer mm-hmm. energy? Mm-hmm. You know, um, how 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 linked do you think um, this energy flow is with culture? Well, uh, again, flow is is everywhere, and flow has to move all the time. So it's it's in constant uh, move. Um, mm-hmm. So if you have a culture which is very strict, you know, you will have a, there'll, there'll be no flow in the organization. Yeah. You need to be able to have, you know, um, a, a culture where people can feel safe, they're trusting, they know that, you know, things are flow for them as well yeah. you know uh, and that's very much about again it, it comes from the top you know leaders have to realize that you know they they are the flow energy of their business you know wow. and however energy they pass through mm. that will be that the, that will be within their organization um throughout their marketing throughout the the, the, the things that they do, they talk about the stories, the, the people will be attracted by it. People get mm. attracted by that good energy. They want to work for an organization who cares. I mean, mm. this figures says 88% of American um, work for an organization that they feel that they work for an organization that does not care about them. Mm. I mean, that's, that's extraordinary. That, it's crazy figure, right? Yeah. Almost nine out of ten people go to work every morning, and go. Uh, uh, and it, it could be your your cousin, it could be your brother, your sister. Mm. They go to work every morning and work for an organization that they don't think care for them. Mm. I mean, you know. Mm. And I think the pandemic and that great resignation. This is what it's all about. Yeah, people want to do something that they they feel that you know they're leaving a legacy they want to be part of something bigger they want to make matter you know Mm. they want people to care and that comes back to that kind of real yin energy you know we need to lead with the yin men manage with the yang and that's what i love you know it's it's really you know it's a really energy flow it's it's Mm. this it's you need to really care but you need to manage well, you know, but yeah. it's creating that balance, really. It's that yin and yang energy all the time in, in whatever we do. I love that. I've just written that down. Lead with yin, manage with yang. Yeah, love it's it. one of my keynotes, actually. It's oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, won't steal it. It's all right. It's yours. It's fine. It's fine. But, I just thought I'd put it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, you know, that's fine. Um, that's all right. They all heard it here. They heard you say it, not me. Um, but it's a great one for the show notes, actually, because I think management or leadership has traditionally been, um, you know, very that that very action-oriented doing, and we get very caught up in, you know, what am I doing? And and some of those softer nurturing qualities, if you like, yeah. about how do you connect? How do you create? space for for new ideas and innovation it's not you know innovation is not about doing it's about connecting dots and experiencing different things so how do you how do you make space for all of that is there something in each of us where we can balance those two or do do we naturally fall into one or the other and sort of need to look for sort of compliments in others that we surround ourselves with um, 
that's that's interesting, uh, Kim. We'll, you know, we we all have it. We all mm. have more yin or yang energy, actually. You know, that when you study a little bit of feng shui, this five element mm. um, and the five element of nature bring that energy. So you'll either be more fiery, you know, I'm a bit fiery, you know, <laughs> or you'll be a bit more earthy and earthy. I'll be more grounded and a bit okay. more yin energy. And so we all have some of that energy. And an interesting exercise to do is profiling. I mean, I always, you know, when I um, start a program, it's it's really important to do profiling with your employees before, you know, before you employ them, do that profiling exercise to really understand how do they work? How do they feel? How do they connect with people? Because then you can be sure that you're actually getting the right person for your teams. And that's, mm. you know, those kind of um, those kind of exercises may seem time wasted, but they are so important. Mm. Um, when you've got a va- your values and your cultures and, you know, values are kind of the knots in the middle of the organizations. You know, if you employ somebody who's totally different in their values. Yeah. They're never going to work for you, right? No, you know, you, yeah. you're totally wasting time and money by employing them. So, you know, doing those kind of profiling or exercising and really understanding how they, they would fit in an organization is a great way to do it. Mm. But we also realize that at times we need to have that different energy. Similarly, in our environment, you know, you want to have... Uh, a nice, warm, welcoming uh, entry to your office or your business, but you don't want to be uh, in the boardroom with everybody sleeping. You know, you need more yang energy in that and more yin energy in there. Uh, and we all do. And, you know, I realized that actually I, I talk about yin and yang, um, but um I was always in that yang energy myself, you know, pre, you know, before I, I lost all my business and I had to kind of reevaluate everything. I realized that I was always constantly in that yang energy, in that doing energy. And, and you can't be there. You can't be 100%, you know, 200 miles an hour because you're going to burn out. And that's mm. what's happening now with a lot of organizations even during the pandemic they've asked so much about their employees more figures more permanent more sales more 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 mm. that their employees are burnt out they mm. really are burnt out you see figures for absentives cracking up the wall you know you see things just completely mad in terms of illness and sick and stress and anxiety mm. uh, uh, and so this is where we need to come back to you know, we need to rebalance, you know, uh, and recreate better harmony. Mm. Um, I think when we talk about balance, there's always the, that balance. You're always trying to get ooh, one or the other. Mm. And actually, if you create harmony, harmony is a much nicer way to talk about it. Because, you know, if you have two or three days, two days, really, really busy. Okay, you know, you're going to be very, very busy, but you know, you it's okay to be busy. Mm. Right. And you mm. agree with that. But then, you know, you're going to be taking some time yeah. and it's good to be taking that time, yeah. you know, putting a, an hour in your diary for me time, mm. you know, put a calendar appointment with yourself. Yeah. It's so important. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It yeah. is so important to do those kind of things. And so it's it's creating a better harmony in our lifestyles and the way that we work and we live and, you know, we have relationships with that. We need to have, we need to create better harmony in our lives for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm. So I, I will come back to the harmony thing because I'm a huge believer in that. But I did have a, um, an interesting question for you around the profiling. And I, I agree because I've actually used profiling very successfully in building my own team as an entrepreneur. But I think what I find is that what's really useful is to profile your own team first and work out right. what you have and what you perhaps are missing. It's, it's one of the things I did um, with one of my recent employees. We can all be quite yang, should we say, in meetings. We step forward, we have yeah. lots of ideas, yeah. that sort of thing. And um, when I actually looked at sort of the profiles of myself and, and different members of the team, they're different, but they tend to be weighted in one way. And I thought, you know, what we could, what I could really use, and I think what we could really use as a team is someone who sits over here, who, you know, mm. is perhaps a bit more considered and reflective, great at detail because mm. I'm rubbish. And I, and, and <laughs> I, and I my hands up too. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I kind of, you know, I've gotten over the fact that I should be good at it. I kind of went, right. you know, I used to think, oh, I have to have it all sorted and I felt so, you know, ashamed if I got a detail wrong. Yeah. And now I just go, it's not my lane. And I've got, yeah. you know, an amazing team. And we went out or I went out and hired specifically. I was looking yes. for spe specifically for someone who was mm -hmm. like that and who was profiling in a different way from the rest of my team. I mean, we used mm. Wealth Dynamics um, to do this, but um, uh, I think any method is brilliant because it makes mm -hmm. you assess how you're working as a team and there have been a number of times I've had to say to this because she she sort of felt at first that I need to step forward more you know you all have meetings and you all have ideas and you know I'm not fast enough and I said don't mm. don't put yourself under that pressure I said you've got to remember I came looking for someone like you yeah I wanted yeah. someone like you in my business I said look it's great mm. it's always great to have you contribute but I like the fact that you're considered and reflective and thoughtful and we're mm. just throwing ideas around and you're you know she works really differently and I think it's mm. being able to profile everybody a bit yeah. and kind of go actually this is what drives me I know mm. I can go a bit that way but in order for she and I to have a great working relationship it's mm. about honoring those two things and going how do we bring them together and make mm. them great so I mm. wondered about um have and that's you aligning seen... flow oh okay. is it excellent it is. you're absolutely <laughs> aligning flow and actually you just by you saying you know I accept, accepted that you know I'm not good at it again that's harmony yeah. you know you're accepting that something isn't right instead of fighting it and trying yeah. to be always on ball you say no this is somebody else you know and yeah. that's not me so you you know you're releasing some of that pressure some of that yes. negative flow energy that you're kind of oh, I've got to do this I've got to do that yeah and actually letting her do it and that's, yeah whoosh and it know, does so feel like that that's exactly right. it's liberating when I first had my first VA and I I sort of thought what are they going to do and all of that and it didn't take me long and all of a sudden I went oh my goodness this is amazing you know in in 16 months I've now got four so I'm finding loads for them to do um but I love I love that I'd never thought about that before it's yeah. kind of like I'm I sort of I'm letting go of that negative energy and just Absolutely. if I just let it flow then then what happens yeah. you know yeah that, that exactly sort of oh I love that yes and um, you know was, it's yeah. also you know as, as a leader as a manager like you as a leader understanding your team is really important but actually doing that exercise and and doing it within the team so they are understanding each other yes and that's kind of taking the, it to the next level because yeah. I do workshops when we do that exercise within the workshop and suddenly it's like bing 
Yes. You realize that, you know, that's why he's so slow. That's why she's always talking. And that's why she's, he's always doing that because mm. they're starting realizing how each other works and yes. they start working together, you know, and aligning their own energy with each other. And yeah. that's when you start really kind of creating that kind of real good team energy within. Mm, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, and I guess in a bigger sense, that's where great culture comes from yes it does come from the top i ab you know i absolutely agree if it, that's the old saying the fish rots from the head which yeah. is the opposite but you know it, you know if it if it's embraced at the top then it's a role model and example and people in the company and the organization are sort of called to behave mm -hmm. like that we would mm -hmm. hope um but um i love the whole idea of you know how do you create great flow in your team and great flow doesn't mm. always mean telling people what to do and having them do it you know no um mm. and you know you see a lot you know you, you've got sometimes be oh it's easy for a small organization you know it's not that easy for large organizations well you know you see some of the work that bob chapman has done in these organizations and i mean million dollars you know organizations and uh, thousands of employees and he's managed it so you know if they can do it you can do it too mm. but it's mm. having the mindset okay mm. how they're having the vision and the mindset and and the want to do that and mm. not just saying you're going to do it you know um it's like well-being sometimes we talk about well-being and we put a yoga class and that's well-being <laughs> and know? some fruit and, on and the lunch table or something yeah, yeah fruity yeah. friday and that's yeah. it you know that's yeah. well-being and it's yeah. not quite there so you know if you want to have that culture if you really really want to have that culture then bringing somebody who's actually be able to advise you uh, would you know sometimes you're so focused in your business mm. and you can't see what's what you know can be done yeah. um and so it's it's um it's important to be able to have a successful thriving business to have healthy happy employees yeah and they will you know give it all back to your customers and i think that's a big big part of it yeah, and, and I love the word you use there, thriving. It is about mm -hmm. thriving. You know, it, mm -hmm. it's kind of a, the organisation thrives because it's people thrive. Mm -hmm. That You know, there, there's there's that kind of, and the people thrive and the customers thrive. And, you know, it mm -hmm. just creates this this great energy that mm -hmm. that attracts opportunities that, that people want to be around and, and, and that everything everything grows mm -hmm. yeah. yeah absolutely definitely yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so you talked um, a little bit before you referred to yourself as previously having been very young uh, <laughs> so and I think um I think I might be a little bit that way too um yeah. can I just <laughs> I say why can I just <laughs> say yeah I know it's surprising really isn't it go 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 let's do something else yay um and and I love that idea because I also make diary appointments with myself for playtime for lunch mm. like my lunch and my dinner is booked out mm. you know mm. time to walk away from the desk and all of those sorts of things I try and do not take my phone to lunch I'll go and read a book or something but it's just because otherwise I will just go and then wonder why I'm exhausted and yeah don't have the energy for anything um, but yeah. I love um you know how let me rephrase that let me go back to the question I thought I was going to ask was um I think um, a lot of Western, particularly management style, is very yang. It's all about doing. Mm -hmm. It's not mm -hmm. about sort of some of some of that um, connectedness and and the nurturing and the and and that 
kind of positive, positive energy. So, I mean, where do you think it's, it's possible for us to kind of shift the needle on creating more of that yin energy in our leadership, I guess, given that we're coming from quite, a, I think, a yang place? Yeah, I think it's about um, learning some some tools, some very simple tools that, you know, people can start learning and, and start seeing the effect of it. I think a lot of the time now people talk about it, but they don't realize it. And then they go into burnout. Then they have six months off because they were totally scrapped. Mm. And then they start thinking, oh right okay perhaps maybe I should have I should do that and then you start doing things and so it's <laughs> instead of going into the burnout start mm. this is the prevention of the burnout that yes. we wanted to be doing yeah. um but again it's you know um it's about teaching some those simple things to be doing you know from an early stage you know, even our children's stage, no, no, we talk about leadership, but growing now, I think, I hope that our children will be a lot more ying. Mm. You know, we're teaching meditation at school. We talk about, you know, uh, gratitude. We talk about, you know, uh, emotional intelligence a little bit more into our children, um, into how we educate our children. Um, and I hope that there will be better people, better leaders because mm. of those tools that they're learning at a younger age. So uh, those simple exercises that you can do as a, as a manager, start doing them, start realizing the, the, how powerful they are for you. And then you can start using them and teaching them to your employees as well. Because as, until you realize the power of it, it's like, mm, it's nice. But, you know, it's a nice thing to do instead of it's a must thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, a lot of the figures now, we've, we're starting getting a lot more stats. I, again, I think a lot of organizations still look at all the data and it needs to, everything needs to have a data behind to be believed, <laughs> yes. you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, even, even emotional intelligence, we need to, you know, measure emotions and they're like, yeah. Ah. <laughs> To be able How to, do we do that? <laughs> you know, is it true? Well, yes. How many? You know, how many organizations? How many people have you changed life? And it's like, well, you know, even if I've done one, and somebody has taken one exercise yeah. and they follow it through, yeah. and it's creating um, habits. You know, yeah. when you brush your teeth every day, you do it. You mm. do it every morning, every evening. Even my sister, she's a dentist. She said, "I brush my teeth too much." Yeah. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I don't think um, I've ever had a dentist say that to me. <laughs> she said, you see, you brush your teeth too much. <laughs> um, and so creating habits means that you're doing things without thinking about it. So there's mm. no effort. So the energy flow is always flowing yeah. within you. Yeah. And, and that's really kind of very simple things like, you know, get up half an hour earlier and go for a walk. Yeah. 
get yourself into that mode, give yourself some kind of, you know, 10 minutes before you get up to actually visualize what your day is going to be like, bring some positivity, you know, bring some shine around you, do those simple things that really kind of going to start, you know, giving your day a good, powerful kind of positive flow energy mm. you know getting those habits right are very very important to to creating um, to be more productive to be happier to relieve yourself you know if something doesn't go right what do i do okay well i'm going to take a big deep breath in and a big deep breath out already that's going to kind of you know release some mm. of the pressure that we have uh, and the the, the the simpler the exercises, the simpler people can do them. Yeah. And the simpler they're going to start realizing how it works for them mm. and how much more power that's going to give everybody, the whole organizations to do. Uh, brilliant. I love yeah. I love talking about habits and the fact you linked it with flow and energy. I'm so happy mm. right now. Mm. Um, oh, <laughs> inter- interesting you talked about um, children. And, you know, I, I often watch young children um, and I, you see how present they are. It's like their right. whole world kind of exists. And as we, as we become adults, we lose that. And, and a lot of the things that you just talked about make me think it's just about being present with where you are, mm. whether it's, um, and, and being simple about it and not making, you know, because the minute you make it complicated, you're not present because you're thinking about how complicated it is and what's the next thing I have to do. Whereas when you're present and, and you've built some good habits, um, you know, I have three daily gratitudes. It's an A5 book. I don't allow myself any more space to ramble on because the minute it becomes more like a journal, I'll do it sometimes and not others. It's about kind of going, how can I make this really simple? In, yeah. in my day we get caught up in the in the doing mm, and and totally. it's kind of about sort of making some choices I think about being present with your time and then going okay so what am I going to do with that and mm, then we get swept mm. up with the doing again but mm. you know it is that harmony isn't it you talked really early on about that if you're if you're yang all the time it's a recipe for burnout yeah mm, and I uh, and I think mm. a lot of us that are that are sort of wired a little bit more that way have experienced either burnout or being close to it um, and that sort of thing and I think in the entrepreneurial space I know uh, you're an entrepreneur yourself and you work with organizations but I think in the entrepreneurial space it's a really it's a really slippery slope because we feel um, you know particularly when we're on on our own that we're responsible for everything that we have to do everything that it's always go 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 and if I'm if I'm if I've stopped there's something else I probably should be doing um, mm-hmm. And that that sort of drive, and I think that advice to build in um, mm. time uh, for to to, to be in yeah. time to be in. You know, um, yeah. some people might be the other way; they might be very yin and not getting much done. But actually, right. what do I do to build time in to be more doing to, and more go go and stuff exactly. like that? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So exactly. I'm speaking at it as a as a yang person. But, you know, <laughs> there are yin people out there that will be listening. Right. So yeah. Uh, yeah, and again, you know, putting things um, around your environment. If you are too yin, you're going to be procrastinating. You're not going to be doing anything. You know, you're going to feel the piles. Everything's piles up. So again, creating habits. Start two minutes. Start something for two minutes, and then you know that brings that energy in. You know, um, put something a bit more fiery around you. You know, light up a candle or put an extra light around you. That's going to start, you know, shifting the energy as well. So, you know, realizing where you are 
And, and that's also the relationship that you have with other people. So, you know, we talked about customer service and if you have customer complaints, you know, and if you're totally, totally present with your customers whilst he's complaining or she's complaining, you're here, you're listening with your whole body. You're totally present. You're not answering the phone because the phone's, you know, ringing or looking at somebody else around totally present, your customers will generally realize that you're caring for them. Mm. You know, it's a very simple exercise. I do that in workshops. And, you know, you get them, you know, two people looking at each other, one's doing something or talking to you and the other one's like Mm. looking around. And you're like, you start getting so frustrated. And that being present, Kim, it's such a really, really important part of, of our lives. We're always either in the past or in the future and we're always, you know, so coming back to this moment in time, you know, mm. and, and what's happening now, it's it's a really, really powerful, um, powerful way to be. Mm. You're being instead yes, of... Yes, not doing. Yeah, being exactly. instead of doing. Yeah. yeah, and you mentioned right at the start um, that your, you know, your discovery of, of Feng Shui was like a powerful moment in time for you you know there's a phrase you use right at the start of the conversation yeah yeah Yeah. you know and I think it's 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 that as well and I've spoken to many feng shui practitioners and we've all had that kind of aha moment you know where suddenly it's just like the it just drops and you say oh (laughs) that's what it does yeah yeah (laughs) and you know when I started it and I started shifting that energy within my environment it was just like day and night you know Mm. I mean I had my my desk against the wall so my face was facing the wall all the time and I felt like I was banging my head against the wall all the time and it was literally I was Mm. you know and by shifting the way my positioning of my desk suddenly I'm like whoa I can see there's so many opportunities out there you know I can see the door I can see the window it was like, yeah. like and, and suddenly your whole flow energy just shift and uh, so yeah. it's, it's really really simple but it's again it's like whoa that moment yeah. you think yeah. <laughs> yeah so how did you because you've 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 been a practitioner for 10 years I think you said at the start and yeah. you mentioned um you know going through that really difficult period in the pandemic and all of that sort of thing so um you know talk a little bit about how you you drew on on those learnings and practices because I'm sure there are a lot of people whether they are in organizations or they run their own business um have been in that place over the last two or three years um that it, it's kind of gone what do I do yeah what do I do yeah. now yeah so yeah. you know if you could share some some insights you had from your experience I think that would be sure Super. And I think a lot of people, a lot of people work with um, coaches and, you know, um, work with their inner issues and their inner blocks, but actually mm. the outer blocks, you can't work with that one without the others. And, you know, I'm trying to kind of connect with a lot of coaches because they do some great work for people internally, but their, their office is a mess or their homes are just a total chaos mm. and they're never going to move forward because yeah. they're still in chaos in the outside. And, and so when that happened to me, I kind of started looking at what was my business? Um, what do I need to cut? What do I need to let go? Um, and that's when I decided to close my mystery shopping business. 
And I've opened up my filing cabinets and I started, you know, removing all my clients, which were mystery shopping clients. Uh, and I started being okay about it. I started feeling a real relief, you know, about, you know, that energy. Again, we talked about that earlier when we just suddenly you like, oh, a relief, mm. you know, that mm. it's, it's kind of, okay, I'm closing that door. Let's move on, you know, and that's the only, that's the thing as well. You can't move forward, you know, if, if you're still in that past and you're still, you know, wandering. Yeah. And so that was yeah. a big shift that I did physically. Um, I'd also um, I'd also moved some of my stuff. So I moved offices, uh, moved spaces, um, totally declutter my filing cabinet. I had no space for anything else because mm. I had all these old clients in my filing cabinets, right? I had to let go of all of my mystery shoppers. Mm. And suddenly again, I was kind of a relief because no one else was depending on me just you know I, I kind of you know I felt like a, you know mm. okay now I can start moving on so you kind of feel you know I kind of had to to do that exercise to kind of you know clear the the, the outside and I started shifting that energy inside as well so I've gone back in doing my routines I've gone back into doing my little gratitude in the evenings and 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 go back into turning you know very simple way um, also is is turning your phrases into a positive mm. uh, instead of I'm sorry I'm late it's oh thank you for waiting for me you yeah. know shifting those negative words into positive words so I, I I'm an NLP practitioner as well so okay. I love that kind of you know neuroscience and how you know it all works in our brain yeah and yeah. so by being a lot more positive in the words that you use suddenly you are you know becoming that as well so you know it's 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 a real shift and so little after little a lot of t- sometimes we try to do too much as well Again, very yang, you know, let's declutter the whole house. And then suddenly <laughs> you get halfway through and go, I don't have time to do the rest. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so, you know, very simple things to do. It's just do one step at a time and give yourself some small objectives mm. rather than big thing that you never achieve. And then you're never achieving them. So you feel like a failure and, you know, those kind of things. It's, you know, start with a small objective, achieve it, feel good yeah. about it, celebrate what you've done right, you know, yeah. make you feel good, you know, pat in the back, mm. you know, it's so important. And then you move to something else. And I think, you know, sometimes we, we try to be, well, you and I, similarly, you know, we, we've got an objective and we'll go there. We're going there. doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. We've got to get there. We get there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but there are so many steps to get there. And, you know, sometimes, again, it's about repositioning and being present and, you know, uh, you know, being looking at the steps that we're doing and, and mm. okay, you know, yeah. and being okay about it. If we yeah. don't, if we go slow, be okay about it. That's harmony. Yeah, I think I think that's brilliant. And I also liked what you said before about switching the language around. And what I noticed was like, I'm sorry for being late is very me focused. But when we thank other people, we're going out mm. to our environment. And, and right. uh, you know, I lo- you know, I was sort of thinking about this conversation about shifting your environment and and creating, you know, a more positive flow of energy. Um, if it's always about us, then that's not going to do that. It's kind of about connecting with the environment and saying mm. thank you for waiting for me is a very different 
space from I'm sorry I'm late Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, you, you yeah. kind of I can kind of feel it when I say it actually mm-hmm. you know kind of get it all a bit prickly and uncomfortable when I go I'm sorry I'm late when I say thank you it's not about me anymore <laughs> right and, yeah. and it's the you isn't it the you in the middle is you know rephrase everything that you say with a you instead yeah. of an I and yeah then you see the shift yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. and spoken like um someone who spent uh, many a year in customer experience and employee experience. All about you, isn't it? It's never about us. <laughs> uh, so you've got. Um, I know we've been um, talking, as we said at the start, for a few months um, before we've um, been recording this. Um, and I know you've got lots of exciting stuff um, coming up. So um, do you want to give us a little sneak peek about what's coming up for you? What's in the? Uh, the I heard someone call this the choose your own adventure. Um, yeah. So what adventures are, are you embarking on, either business, personal, help, whatever you want to share with us? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I have been uh, in Jersey, which is an island my, nine miles by five miles for 22 years. Wow. Um, and my children now are 24 and 20. And so, you know, it's been a... It's been quite an incredible 22 years. And, and I, came, I went to Dubai in um, December and the energy in Dubai was just electrical. And I just felt I put my fingers in the plug and I was just like recharged of two years oh, amazing. of pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> and I suddenly thought I need to change energy around me. And, you know, I think um, let's do this. Why not? <laughs> <I'm> coming up <laughs> You know, why not? People say, why? And I'm like, why not? Exactly. And they say, what <laughs> if? Know? And I go, no, not what if. Why not? That yeah, is what exactly. we're doing. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, so I kind of you know, spoke to the children and they're happy. They're in their life. They're in their flow. They're, you know, they're doing their little, little lives. And I'm thinking, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, I think I'm going to go. And they say, okay. <laughs> so I... <laughs> I decided to actually relocate and um, why not Dubai? I yeah. just absolutely love the energy out there. So I've decided to relocate to Dubai. So we'll be doing that in um, in October. Uh, so this program will probably be around that time. I think. Absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, I may just be there by the time you're it listening. It might be to a it. fabulous <laughs> celebration of you've, <laughs> You've been and went and gone, kind of thing. Right, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it, it's uh, um, it, and it's yeah. I think I'm, I'm I'm coming up to my my fifty next year, so I'm kind of midlife crisis. Kind of my feet are itching. I yeah. feel the energy around me needs changing. So I thought, ha, you know, we're only yeah. young ones, right? <laughs> As far look, I'm 53 in a month, and um, I'm only halfway through as far as I'm concerned. Right, exactly. So every birthday, that's what I say. So that's the attitude. I think it's yeah. you know midlife, whatever yeah. whatever midlife means. Yeah, let's go to a crisis. Yeah. And, and I think I've got a lot of things that I want to share. Um, Dubai is quite in the middle of things as well. You can easily mm. travel around. There's loads of things happening in the UAE. Um, lots of good energy in Asia and, and, and in the US as well. And, you know, and I want to kind of experience something outside of Europe. 
Mm. Um, um, and but it doesn't mean that you know I'm not going to come back to Europe. But it just means that I'll be more centered to to do things. And you know, there's yeah. lots of workshop that can be done. I've got you know keynotes that I'm coming out and mm. I'm kind of bringing some uh, a different little twist to you know the customer experience with bringing a bit of that feng shui kind of element to it and looking mm. at the employee experiences you know we really really need to put our employee experience um get that right and then you'll get your customer experience right yeah. um and so being able to do some of those um and i love it i'm just like you know I, i'm just I, I i thrive by you know being able to work with other people and give them some really it's that moment you see it in their eyes is so powerful is it <laughs> it is so powerful you see the light bulb go and you go yes <laughs> i had a i had a session with a client this morning actually and uh, we've been working on a particular part of her of her branding and her, and her audience and that sort of thing and she just got on the call this morning she said i've cracked it i've cracked it and she just went off and i just went it's so great. It's so yeah. great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And, and it's, um, you know, sometimes that's all somebody needs. Yeah. It's that one thing that is going to click and then off they go. Yeah. And it shifts things forever. It shifts yeah. things forever, doesn't it? It's yeah. a bit like, yeah. Um, I, yeah. Yeah. That, that shift of energy. Suddenly that it's that shift on the energy, which mm. kind of going to make them think differently. Yeah, look at yeah. something, feel differently, yeah, yeah. You know, all those kind of things. It's that you know, I often talk about the moment um, I became uh, decided to become an entrepreneur because, as far as I was concerned, I was a corporate girl forever, and um, it was having a gap year, and I mean a proper gap year where I didn't work. I, you know, I just did stuff that I wanted to do. I wanted to <laughs> study. I did twelve weeks of philosophy just because I thought it would be interesting. I mean, it nearly broke right. my brain, but you know, <laughs> um, it was it was interesting. You know, and you know, I did you know, just stuff because I wanted to. And then I sort of came back into the job market with this grand idea of what what I really wanted to do, you know, how I wanted to shape what I'd been doing already and, and make it a little bit more uh, in another way. Um, and after nine months, I had this epiphany that I was looking for a Kim-shaped box out there in a company and it just didn't exist. So I was going to have to build it myself. And it was like everything shifted. That was the exact thought in my head. Oh, my God, I've been looking for a Kim-shaped box out there in a company and it just doesn't exist. I'm going to have to build it myself. You know, it, it was, and, and that was in the September in, um, in the following January, like three, four months later, I launched my own business and that was three yeah. and a half years ago. And it's, if anybody had told me five years ago, I would be an entrepreneur. I would love it so much. And I'd be loving what I'm, I just wouldn't have believed them, but it takes that shift doesn't it? That moment, that moment in time yeah, that absolutely. you talked about and how do we, you can only get the moments in time when you're really yeah. present. And if it's you're... because, because we are from the outside as an entrepreneur coming into an organization, you have a total different um, mm. overview of what's happening and you can be in there helping them move forward and yeah. then you can come out again and then, yeah. you know, watch them from the outside kind of, you know, and, and then pop in again from time to time, you know, and do, exactly. you know, a little top up of what they need, you know. Yeah, you. exactly. But, you you, you, know, you become not... a catalyst, don't you, for others. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. so, it's, oh, again, amazing. it's different energy flow once you start being in that, prop, that you know, high level positive energy flow, everything kind of flow with you as well. 
Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, and and people are drawn to you, and they don't know why, and they they kind of just go, "There's just something about you." It's not, yeah, and it's yeah. not something we, you know, we talk about as a common thing. We talk about our energy levels as in terms of tiredness or or whatever, but actually, there's this yeah. state of, um, you know, sort of joy and fulfillment, and mm. and it's not always great. Attraction. You know, it's not always perfect, but there's this, yeah, this sort of contentment that this is this is what I'm meant to do. Mm-hmm. Right now, this is what I'm going to do. Mm. Just to come back to the harmony uh, yes. again, yeah. not everybody is your great customers. No. Not everybody is your perfect employees. Sometimes letting go of some customers, sometimes letting go of some employees is the right thing to do, yeah. right? And yeah. it's the right thing for you and it's the right thing for them. Yes. And so being, yeah. being in harmony with that, being okay with that, it's a great mm. way mm. as well to do business. Oh, absolutely. Right. And I think it's, I think everyone can, can take that on board, you know, whether, mm. you know, you are working in a business, whether it's your business, whether you're, you go in and work for business, you know, wherever that is, thinking about mm. that flow and that, that harmony does, mm. you know, does this environment get the best from you? Mm. Does, does what's totally. around you give you the best, you know, the best opportunities the best nourishment you know do you do you feel fulfilled yeah brilliant brilliant wow anything else coming up for you or is Dubai enough for you (laughs) well (laughs) let's see we can have a conversation afterwards but okay you know there's loads of opportunities um there's loads of opportunities I think um for you know um in in large organizations small organizations to kind of get that what all we talked about Kim today mm. those very simple practices very simple exercises very that going that makes up a huge shift in the person and once they change they will pre- perform so much better they will deliver amazing customer service and you know you it's it's that real positive cycle that you're creating of positive energy you know throughout your business so you know i'm really looking forward to 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 being out there there's a few weeks to go um and you know see what energies out there what's what we can uh, what we can flow out there <laughs> absolutely absolutely i'm excited uh, i know as we said this um episode will um sort of go to where about the time you mm-hmm. you land in dubai so yeah. it'll be you know really interesting it'd be interesting i think for you too to listen back to to this and go oh we yes. spoke you know a few weeks yeah. back and wow i was feeling like that <laughs> in a good way or a bad way (laughs) absolutely yeah so so Claire we've sort of been a bit all over the shop um you know literally with mystery shopping you know you spend a bit of time with um Mickey at the start in the Epcot Centre and you know in hotels and then we've sort of talked a lot about harmony and flow and being present and those environments that can really help us build um that that really great sense of flow um where Mm. we just you know, feel all that joy and satisfaction. Um, so one of the things I like to ask our guests is for a nugget that um, the Building Brand New listeners could take away and implement today. We're a very practical, pragmatic, let's take action kind of, I know it's very yang, um, <laughs> but, um, you know, if, what what's a nugget that people could take away with them um, and sort of either put into practice or think about um applying 
So would you put would you put fresh flowers in a dirty vase? Hmm. No. No. Okay. No. So my exercise for today for you all okay. um, is um, is nine minutes a lot of time, Kim. Nine minutes is it a lot of time? Nine minutes. I don't think no. so. No, no, it's nothing no, really. No. Okay, so right here, right now, I want you to put nine minutes block into your diary for the next nine days and declutter nine areas of your business, office, even at home if you want to. But so nine areas for nine minutes. Wow. For nine days. And you will see very simply how you're shifting that energy by just clearing a drawer or filing cabinets or, you know, your desktop, (laughs) your phone and all those apps you're not using, you know, how much quicker it's going to work and how much faster you're going to find things, you know, when they're in the right place. And so this is very, very simple, but very, very powerful. Wow. So that's nine <laughs> minutes for nine days. Go and declutter nine yep. things. Yeah. Nine areas. I love it. Nine yeah. areas. Perfect. <laughs> oh, it's so action oriented. I love it. Thank you. For that, Claire. <laughs> um, so th- there's only really one thing left for me to do. And let's just say thank you. Thank sure. you for coming on um, the Building Brand New podcast for bringing just your beautiful brand of, of energy and, you know, your perspectives. I'm really excited by, you know, the, the journey um, that, you. that you're on and this whole new adventure that you're choosing um, to have. And it's been just brilliant mm-hmm. to have you on and, and, and hear your story. So um, thank mm-hmm. you for your time and generosity. Thank you for listening to the Building Brand You podcast. I'm Kim Hamer. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram. For all the latest news, hot tips and special offers, you can become a member of the Building Brand You Facebook group. Just type Building Brand You into the Facebook search box and request to join. You'll also find me on LinkedIn where you can get your hands on my eight ways to build brand you for free and to receive exclusive content direct to your inbox and be first in line for upcoming events, sign up to the Brand You Unlocked newsletter. You'll find all of these links in the show notes. I help people to accelerate their success by unlocking their greatest asset. If you'd like to find out how to unlock your reputation, your results and your impact, book a free 20-minute coaching with Building Brand You call at calendly.com forward slash Kim Hamer forward slash BBY chat. Accelerate your results by unlocking your greatest asset, you.